Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is full of creative fun. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and features a couple of kids, a babysitter, and a snow day to remember. So without further ado, here is our story, The Best Snow Day Ever. Lizzie woke to the sound of her alarm. She turned it off and yawned, stretching high over her head. Time to get ready for school. Just as she pulled back the covers to climb out of bed, the door opened and her dad stuck his head inside her room. Morning, kiddo. Guess what? What? She replied sleepily. We got so much snow last night, school is canceled for today. It took sleepy Lizzie a moment to realize what her dad was saying. Then her eyes lit up and she jumped out of bed. You mean it's a snow day? Yup. Lizzie began dancing, already imagining the fun they would have. Perhaps her dad would take them sledding at the park down the street. Or maybe they'd have a movie marathon and eat buttery popcorn. The thing is, her dad said, coming to sit on the edge of her bed, I don't get a snow day today. When she frowned in confusion, he reminded her, When you're a firefighter, you don't get snow days. I still have to go into work. Lizzie sat down next to him, all her dreams for the day crashing down with her. So you won't be here? Sorry, kiddo, but no. So who will look after us? Her dad grinned. I asked Zoe from across the street to hang out with you guys today until Aunt Susan can come over later. Lizzie leapt out of the bed, her joy restored. Zoe's coming over? She started dancing once again. I'm glad to see you're excited, her dad said, heading toward the door. But just so you know, I'm going to make a list of chores you all need to do today before you can go sledding. Lizzie got dressed quickly, pulling her hair back in a messy ponytail behind her head. She stopped by her little brother's room and poking her head inside said, Wake up, sleepyhead! Zoe's coming! Sam groaned and rolled over, pulling the covers over his head. He always had a hard time waking up in the morning. Lizzie hurried to the kitchen where her dad was already pouring her a bowl of cereal. I've got the list here, he said, pointing to a paper on the counter. And I've told Zoe about it, so no getting out of it. Lizzie glanced at the list. Clean your rooms. Empty and reload the dishwasher. Feed Lorenzo. Put away your clothes. Lizzie's smile faded a bit. That's a lot of chores, she said. Her dad nodded, buttering some toast. Yup, and you've got plenty of time to do them. The doorbell rang, and Lizzie followed her dad to the door. "'Good morning, Mr. Fletcher,' Zoe said, her bright eyes already smiling at Lizzie. "'Good morning, Lizzie!' Lizzie hugged the teenager as she came into the house. "'We're going to have so much fun!' "'Chores first, her dad reminded her. "'Then fun!' Zoe slipped off her boots and coat and took Lizzie's hand. "'I think we might be able to do both at the same time.' While Lizzie finished her cereal, her dad ran Zoe through what needed to happen for the day and showed her the emergency numbers list. By then, Sam had wandered into the kitchen and begun munching on his buttered toast. 
Lizzie's dad gave Lizzie and Sam both a kiss on the head and told them to behave and listen to Zoe. As soon as he was out the door, Lizzie took her empty bowl to the sink and clapped her hands. Okay, so what should we do first? Sledding? Zoe shook her head, holding up the chores list. I think you're forgetting something. But we have all day to do those, Lizzie said. Let's do something fun first, and then we can do the chores. We have to do chores, Sam groaned. Zoe read over the list and gave a nod. We do, but I think if we all work together, we can get through this list quickly, and then, once everything's done, we can talk about sledding. Lizzie crossed her arms over her chest. But I don't want to do chores. Chores are boring. And work, Sam chimed in. Nah, Zoe said, a bright smile on her face. We'll get it done in a snap. First, we need some music to motivate us. She pulled out her phone and began tapping on the screen. A moment later, a fast, upbeat song began to play. I love this song! Lizzie exclaimed, and she began dancing about the kitchen. Right, Zoe said, standing with her hands on her hips. We've got our music. Now, let's decide which chore we'll start with today. Her eyes ran over the list. How about unloading and loading the dishwasher since we're already in the kitchen? and she danced her way over to the dishwasher. Lizzie giggled and followed her example. They began unloading the clean dishes from the dishwasher, dancing all the time. Sam soon joined them, though he said he didn't want to dance. But Lizzie noticed his head bopped to the music as they put away the silverware. The dishwasher now empty, they put in the few things that were by the sink, and presto, they were done! Zoe crossed it off their list, and a new song, another of Lizzie's favorites, started to play. It's laundry time! Lizzie sang, changing the words of the song. Ooh, Zoe said. I like that. Let's go! And they danced their way to their dad's bedroom, where the recently laundered clothes were sitting in folded piles on the end of his bed. Lizzie grabbed hers, and Zoe helped Sam with his, and they danced their way into the bedrooms to put the clothes away. Lizzie popped out of her room as she finished and did a twirl. Done! What's next? Zoe pulled the list from her pocket. How about we clean up these rooms? Lizzie drew in a deep breath. She hated cleaning her room. Zoe gave her a sneaky smile. What if I timed you? Lizzie's smile lit up. Okay! Ready, set, go! and she raced back into her room and began putting away her toys, books, and dirty clothes she'd left on the floor. She worked as quickly as she could, and Zoe had to remind her that she had to do a good job, not just a fast job. Finally, Lizzie put the last book back on her bookshelf and raced into the hallway. Done! Zoe stopped the timer on her phone and smiled. Four minutes and 26 seconds! Nice job! My turn! Sam yelled and dove into his room. His room was messier than Lizzie's, but he worked fast, and Lizzie stepped in to give him a hand. They put away his action figures and stuffies and dinosaurs and dirty clothes, and after getting the last of his railroad tracks back into their bin, the two of them hurried into the hallway. What's our time? he asked Zoe. Six minutes and fourteen seconds, Zoe replied. That's really good. Lizzie and Sam gave each other a high five. I think... 
Zoe said, scanning the list. We have just one final chore to do. Something about feeding Lorenzo? Come on, Sam said and hurried toward the living room. There, in a wire cage filled with bedding and toys, was Lorenzo, the little brown and white hamster. He was technically Sam's hamster, but Lizzie liked playing with the cute little furball too. Sam got out the food pellets, and he and Lizzie worked together to pour them into Lorenzo's food bowl. Then Sam carefully set it back in Lorenzo's cage. And the little hamster came out of the little plastic tube he'd been hiding in and began snacking right away on the pellets. He's hungry this morning, Sam laughed. Is that everything? Lizzie asked. Zoe looked at the list and gave her a nod. Yep, that's everything from the list. I think this calls for a celebration dance. And she put on another song, and even Sam joined them in dancing. Can we go sledding now? Lizzie asked. Zoe glanced outside. The snow was still falling, and the snowdrifts looked pretty deep. Do you think we can get over to the park? It might mean walking through some deep snow. We can do it, Sam said. Let's go! They got bundled up in their snow pants and coats, hats on their heads, and mittens on their hands. Sam and Lizzie pulled their circular snow sleds from the garage, and they started down the snow-filled driveway. It was so snowy, you couldn't see where the sidewalk was, and you could barely tell where the street started. They made their way through the snowy neighborhood to the park. They climbed up the round hill that sat at the park center, and Lizzie and Sam climbed onto the sleds. With a push each from Zoe, the pair of them went sliding down the hill. Lizzie screamed in delight as her sled raced over the snow. It slowed to a stop at the bottom of the hill, and she rolled off her sled, laughing and smiling. Then, she and Sam had to climb back up the hill. This was the hard part of sledding, but it was worth it to get to slide back down again. They slid down the hill over and over again. Sometimes, Zoe jumped on one of the sleds with them, and they'd all go sliding down the hill. Other times, she cheered them on from the top of the hill, urging them to go farther than before. It was a fantastic time, and Lizzie soon found that, though it was cold and snowing outside, she was quite warm inside her warm coat. I think it's time to go home for lunch, Zoe eventually told them. By the time they got back to the house, Lizzie was very tired. Her legs were sore from all the tricky walking in the snow and up the hill. They pulled off their many layers of outdoor gear inside the house's entryway, and Sam lay down on the floor. I'm so tired! he moaned. That's too bad, Zoe said with a grin, because that probably means you don't have the energy to come get some hot chocolate. Sam jumped back onto his feet. Hot chocolate? Zoe heated up some milk in the microwave while Lizzie pulled out the big canister of hot chocolate from the pantry. Zoe put a big scoop of chocolatey powder in all three mugs of steaming milk, and Lizzie and Sam got to put mini marshmallows on top of their drinks. They clinked mugs together and shouted, Cheers! before taking a sip. It tasted so good, and Lizzie loved how it warmed her up from the inside. Now, what should we have for lunch? Zoe asked. Mac and cheese! Lizzie and Sam said together. Zoe pulled a box from the pantry. Okay, but only if you two give me a hand in making it. They all worked together to make their lunch. Lizzie got to stir the pasta in the boiling water, while Sam got to pour the pasta into the water and then mix it with the cheese sauce when it was done. Zoe also cut up some apples and carrots to eat with her mac and cheese. As they sat down to eat, Lizzie smiled and said, 
Yum! This is the best snow day lunch ever! After they cleaned up from lunch, Zoe put her hands on her hips again. Okay, you two, what do we want to do with our afternoon? We could watch a movie, play a game, bake cookies. Bake cookies! Lizzie and Sam shouted. We never get to do that, Lizzie added. Well, it's a good thing I'm an expert, Zoe said. She pulled up a recipe on her phone, and they got to work. First, they had to pull out the things they'd need. Ingredients like flour, butter, eggs, sugar, and chocolate chips, along with a baking pan, the mixer, and a big bowl to put everything in. With Zoe's help, they started adding ingredients to the big bowl. It was really fun, and at one point, Sam got flour all over his shirt trying to add a cup to the bowl and had to go change. When it was time to add the chocolate chips, Zoe let them have a couple to snack on while they mixed the dough. Then it was time to roll the dough into small balls and put them onto the baking sheet. They put the sheet in the oven, and the cookies began to bake. While they waited for them to be done, they pulled out a deck of Uno cards and played at the kitchen table. Soon the smell of freshly baked cookies filled the house. When the timer went off for the oven, Zoe pulled the baking sheet out, and there they were, perfectly made, warm, and gooey chocolate chip cookies. Zoe warned they had to wait a few minutes for the cookies to cool off, and in the meantime, they pulled out three glasses and filled them with milk. Then, when they were cool enough, Zoe took off three cookies, and they each gave their creation a taste test. These are the best no-day cookies ever, Lizzie announced. They took the rest of the dough from the bowl and made more cookies, which went into the oven. Then it was back to their game of Uno. When the final cookies finished baking, they cleaned up their cookie-baking mess. By then, it was mid-afternoon. The three of them went to the living room, said hello to Lorenzo, and Zoe pulled up a movie on the TV. She popped some popcorn, and they pretended they were at a movie theater. Eventually, Sam fell asleep, and Lizzie, snuggled up to Zoe, started to nod off as well. Just as the movie was about to end, the doorbell rang. Zoe went to answer it, and in walked Aunt Susan. It smells like cookies and popcorn in here, she said as she came into the living room. Lizzie got up to give her a hug. Zoe helped us make cookies, and we had popcorn for our movie theater in here. And we went sledding and had hot chocolate, and we did all the chores on the list. Aunt Susan gave Zoe a smile. Sounds like you all had a great day. We did, Zoe answered, pulling her coat back on. Lizzie hurried to hug Zoe. Thank you so much for playing with us. It was the best snow day ever. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, The Best Snow Day Ever. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Do you get snow where you live? If so, what are your favorite things to do on a snow day? If you don't live where there is snow... What might you like to do if you visited a place where there is snow? Feel free to draw a picture of it and ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination.
Whiskers and Wings podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond. <laughs>